Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this episode, I cover the perfect hot weather drink, the margarita. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. And I am your host, Marge. And I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and trying out the recipes alongside me. I hope you're enjoying them as much as I do. And before we get into this week's episode, there's a couple of housekeeping items I just wanted to mention, things that I think you'll be interested in. And the first one is, well, this wasn't isn't really a big housekeeping item. It's more that uh, I just had a birthday. Now, by the time, uh, so I just had a birthday at the time of the recording of this episode. So by the time it's released, it's probably a month past, so it won't feel so new by then. But I did celebrate a birthday and... I got some pretty cool podcast related things for my birthday that I'm super excited about. And I'm just going to give you a little example because of course you're sitting in your car in your kitchen or doing whatever you're doing and you're you're cheering alongside with me because it's my birthday and why wouldn't you? But I did get this really cool soundboard that includes sound effects. So I'll be playing around with that and adding that into my podcast. So I have been challenged to try and include all of the main sounds in this episode. My husband, Chris, challenged me with that yesterday. I'm not sure they all really apply because, quite frankly, you don't always need this sound. At least I hope you don't. The cricket sound. Anyway, I'll be playing around with a lot of that. I don't know if I'm going to get too many, too much of it into this particular episode because, you know, sometimes you just uh, you want to work with something, but it doesn't always work out the way you want. Am I right? <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> I had uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's something really fun that I got that I'll be playing around with. This thing does a whole bunch of other stuff as well. And it might also, I shouldn't say might, it will allow me to do more in-person recordings. And I'm hoping as the year eases up and COVID releases its grip on the world, that perhaps an in-person interview will be something that I can do in the near future, or at least by the end of this calendar year. I'd be super excited about that because it's something I've never done before. Yeah, I, I would find that to be pretty exciting to be able to to record interviews live. And I do have some interviews coming up for you guys that will be coming out the next few weeks as well. So that's something else to look forward to. Now, I also want to mention uh, the High and Homegrown podcast. You probably remember them if you've been listening for a little bit. They came on my show last April, and I also appeared on their show a few months before that as well. And these fellows do a weekly podcast on the subject of growing. They also have a lot of great guests on their show and it's a fantastic podcast if you're at all interested in growing. And I just want to let you know that I have started a grow diary over at their grow room, Percy's grow room, which I'll link to in the show notes so you can find it easily. They have uh, a huge wealth of knowledge between all the, the hosts of that show. There's five of them. 
And a community over there of people who are growing from all over the world. And these people are starting grow diaries, much like my own. And I'm not a super experienced grower. I've only done outdoor. This is my second season. I did a little bit of indoor before, but... But it's sort of an interesting way to chronicle your growing process, to keep track of it, to to share your experiences with other people. And there's a lot of other people who have been, you know, long time growers that have diaries over there. There's people who are brand new, who've never grown a thing in their life. So it's a pretty interesting place to check out, especially if you are growing right now, If you even if you have no interest in starting a grow diary. There's tons of Q&As over there, or if you're having issues with with something that you're growing, it's not turning out right, there's, there's problems a fantastic place to go to get answers to your questions. So I just wanted to mention, if you want to go over there and check out Marge's Magical Outdoor Grow, see what I did there, then you can find it. And I'm just chronicling my little four plant grow that I have going out in my backyard right now. And uh, all the steps I'm taking to sort of make that the best, the best four ladies I can possibly grow. But I would highly recommend checking that out if you're at all interested in growing or you've been dabbling or thinking about it or you are doing it right now, but you're running into issues or you just want to see what other people are doing because there's really talented, experienced growers over there contributing to this website along with people like myself who are very new. So definitely worth checking out. And if you haven't listened to their episodes in a while and you are growing, you can often find answers to your questions uh, through the podcast too. Now, let's get into... Summer margaritas. <laughs> okay, enough of that. The summer margarita is so nice, and I'm, I don't know why I had a laugh track put in there, but uh, they do induce laughter when they are properly dosed, so it seems appropriate. But the one thing I really loved about this recipe, now it's actually a couple recipes. I'll be linking to two in the show notes um, because... I tried it a couple different ways and they were both delicious. Now, I've never really made a margarita before. I, before this year. So my eldest daughter, it was her birthday. And what she wanted to do for her birthday was have Mexican food with margaritas. And at the time we did takeout because we were, I think, I don't know, it was last February. So it was probably another lockdown. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I can't even remember about that far back, but I do remember the meal that we had because we got these uh, ready to go, like take home, make your own margarita kits from the Mexican restaurant that we ordered from. But then I also picked up some extra ingredients to make my own because I wasn't really sure how they were going to turn out. They can get pretty pricey to do it that way. And there was, a, you know, there was the family. So there was, uh, I think there were six of us celebrating that day. And, and yeah, so I tried making them that day and they were so good so good. And when I was experimenting for this particular recipe, because at that family occasion, I didn't have them infused. But when I, <laughs> I have definitely made them more than once since then. And the the afternoon I spent testing this recipe was a delightful one. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And it was more recent, a hot summer day, and there's nothing as cooling and refreshing as a margarita on a hot summer day. The thing is, I made these ones non-alcoholic, which isn't to say that you have to do what I did. You can certainly add the alcohol if that's something that you want to do. Uh, just know, of course, that that you're mixing then cannabis and alcohol, and that is an advanced technique, just so you're aware. And if you've been consuming edibles for any length of time, which you probably have if you're listening to this show, 
and you've ever mixed them, you know that it can be a bit of an advanced move. So just be aware of that. If you're not, if you're pretty new to mixing alcohol and cannabis together, it's probably something you should do uh, with another recipe or just separate them out because it can get you into trouble as one likes to enhance the other. So the first one that I did, I started with a strawberry margarita. And like I said, I did make it, I adapted it from a recipe I found on eatwell.com, which had this lovely margarita recipe because I was looking for one that was non-alcoholic. Now I'm trying to remember if this one was specifically alcoholic or if I adapted it to make it non-alcoholic, but I think this one was definitely one that was written as a non-alcoholic margarita. And essentially, you're just all you need. And this is why I like this recipe so much is that it calls for frozen fruit. And I was looking for that specifically, too, because it's I mean, fresh fruit is great, obviously. But if you can just have something frozen fruit, then that means you have access to make this almost at any time because it just means you got to grab a bag of fruit out of the freezer that you've picked up at some point along the line. And it does call for a package of whole frozen strawberries and it calls for water, lime juice infused agave, honey, or maple syrup, or a ratio. It calls for a quarter cup of that, but depending on who's consuming and how much your, how strong your your infusion is, you may want to do a ratio of infused to non-infused. It calls for a little bit of salt and some more lime for garnish, lime slices for garnishing to make it a nice little presented or presentable beverage. And essentially you put everything in the blender what does it say here? Strawberries, wine, lime, juice, agave, nectar, and salt in the blender. You pulse it and you you do need a blender for this particular recipe, of course, but you pulse it until it's chunky and then you're going to process it because you're going to break down those whole strawberries a little bit so that it's a little easier to process. It can be a bit of a slog sometimes depending on the blender. I have a Vitamix even and this took a little bit of work to get it down to the consistency that I wanted. But then you process it until it's smooth, saying about 20 seconds, might have been a little longer than that when I did it, but then you pour it into your four glasses. So it does serve four and there you go. You top it with some lime slices. If you want to do the nice salted rim, you can do that as well, just to make it presentable and lovely. And that's about it. And I enjoyed mine with a straw sitting out on a back deck on a hot summer day and it was so good. They're so good. And I think it's because obviously it's pretty much whole strawberries, a little bit of lime and water and a touch of sweetness, which is going to give you your infused aspect. Now, if you are serving this for a group of people and you don't necessarily want to have it fully infused, uh, depending on your guest preferences, you could also infuse this a couple of different ways. Um, you could just use regular honey or syrup or whatever it is in the margarita itself. And then as you serve each margarita, you can add some of the infused honey into each one. So you can sort of dose it more precisely per guest preference because you may, maybe you have a guest or a partner or somebody that uh, doesn't like to use edibles for whatever reason. So no worries. This could also be one of those instances where you use one of those like infused uh, ripple powders or the yeah, the tasteless, flavorless powders. I mean, this is one of those perfect things that you can infuse with that if you're just looking to infuse a part of the recipe and not the whole thing. So the other one that I made for this as well as part of my testing was the mango. And a mango margarita, that was fantastic. And I remember back in February, my daughter was specifically looking for the mango margarita and 
again, the flavor was so good. And this one was adapted. The one that I'll be linking to was an alcoholic mango margarita. But I think what you would do instead, and this is what I did when I made it non-alcoholic, is I just substituted the tequila and the triple sec for, for water. And that was basically it. And it still gave you the same consistency. And it's pretty much the same type of the same type of ingredients. This one did call for lime juice and lemon juice with your frozen mango and your agave syrup. Or again, you could use maple syrup or honey for this one. And they, and they also use ice for that one as well. So I think it, it called for a little less mango and some ice instead. So it was a pretty easy one to put together as well, because I usually have lime juice and lemon juice in my fridge. I I keep those stocked pretty much all the time because they're so useful for cooking and baking, but you just need to have a little frozen mango in your freezer and you can make this one. And of course, if you do want to, like I said, keep the alcohol in it, then you can do that too. But I just substituted the alcohol for water and that was about it. And these drinks take less than five minutes to make and they really do cool you off. So it's a lovely one to have in the afternoon. This could be a nice way if you want also, maybe you're going to use a CBD infused uh, sweetener instead of THC infused, depending on the time of day that you might be drinking it or a balanced one. If you're just looking to have a really chill afternoon, there's lots of fun things you can do with this. And of course, this is also wonderful because this particular recipe is dairy free. There's no dairy in it. There's no real allergens, I guess, for the most common ones. So it's, uh, you know, vegan, vegetarian friendly, and a really great drink to share with uh, friends and family. And so now I have a little poll for you guys, or not a poll, but a question for you guys. What do you, what kind of recipes do you like to make? When you're making edibles, what's your favorite thing to make, to put together? Do you change your edibles up depending on the time of year? Do you try and do seasonal stuff? Do you stick to the same edible each time because it's uh, it's an easy go-to recipe for you that you can fit into your schedule. I would love to know what kind of recipes you like, what you're looking forward to trying to make. If you have any recipes you'd like to see me cover, let me know at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com or please hit me up via the voice message feature because I would love to hear your voice too. So I hope you enjoy this recipe and you're sharing it with friends and family on a hot summer day, as I imagine you all might be. And that's how I was doing it. Like I said, sitting out on the deck in the hot summer sun, enjoying a really cold, tasty beverage. It's, ah, that's what we wait for. That's what we Canadians wait for anyway. Depending on where you live, if you're not dealing with frosty winters like I am where I'm at, then maybe this isn't as big of a deal. But we Canadians wait for summers feels like forever and then it's finally here and it's going by so quickly but you have to take in these little life's little pleasures like a nice cold beverage on a hot summer day so until next week my friends enjoy this recipe and stay high ways no that's not fuck i do this every time let's re-record this intro 24 times Let's change these levels. All right, testing, testing, one, two, three, testing. This sounds good. In this episode, I cover the perfect hot summer. No, that isn't it either. I can't talk.